So intro-wise, we've had Aaron Neville, we've had Spunk. A lot of Spunk. We've had a lot of Spunk on the intros. It's been a long time since we've all been together in the same room. In fact, it's been two weeks. And I just want you all to know, and by all I mean both, and by both I mean Sean, <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you so much. <laughs> and um, I've missed you. Oh, I've missed you, Dan. You know I have. Missed you too. Yeah. I missed, missed you both. Didn't you hear me last night screaming outside your window? Your oh, Sunday. that's what that was. <laughs> I was too busy fucking Sean. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. I know it's been a while, hasn't it's it? It's been ages. But we're back. It's the the threesome of STD again, which is <laughs> Sean, Tom, and Dan. Uh, there's no Alex talking about Spunk this week, which um, I'm guessing you'll be pleased to know. Oh, what a shame! Well, yeah. Like an STD, just when you thought you'd got rid of us, we come, we come, <laughs> we come back, we come back. Everything so, starts getting pussy again. <laughs> So, I mean, guys, the lesson here is stop sleeping around. Don't do that. And uh, always wear protection. Yes. Like a lightsaber. Rubber up. Rubber up. Yeah. Cool. So, we're going to start how we've always started. Never not started. This has always been the way. We've always started this way. Never changed the formula. This is definitely at least the 20th time we've done this. Even though we've done 14 podcasts, this is definitely the only way we start the podcast. And I will be damned if I hear anyone say any different... We're going to um, go through uh, what we've been playing and uh, <laughs> what we've been up to. So who would like to start? It's been three weeks, so this might take a while. Just let it all out. Like the first... Well, I think yeah. Sean's already oh, okay. done that, so yeah. let... let... <laughs> 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 he just got comfortable, I think. Is the... oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> I love yeah, that. Um, I went away for a week, which is why I wasn't on two weeks ago, mm. and then we didn't have one last week, but yeah, um, the reason why I was, um, I went on just, well, just a little holiday really, but I got a chance to go down to my favourite shop in the world, which is um, Level Up Games in Canterbury, mm. Anytime I'm down in that part of the world, in Kent area, I always make an excuse to try and make a, a trip down to Canterbury, oh, that's a fantastic and shop. It's, it's, have you been there? I have been, yeah, oh, sweet, really? I live in Canterbury. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know you'd even been there. That's cool. Yeah, um, cool. yeah it's basically a, a dedicated retro game shop. So um, for these last few weeks, I've really been getting my retro game on. Um, so yeah, I picked up a few bits there, but it's great. They're in the process of moving actually at the moment. They're moving just around the corner, so it was all in a bit of turmoil. But to bigger premises. Um, no, I think it might be smaller, unfortunately. But oh no, downsizing. Yeah. But maybe they're more visible. Is it on the high street, actually? Um, possibly, yeah. I think it, it could be a better question. No, I'm it's sure. a tent. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they assured me that it's like a better premises for whatever reason. I think they said it's smaller, but like a better layout maybe, so they can make better use yeah, of the probably, space. Probably just a little less semen-y than it was yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just good to have a clear Because they just had like so there we go, much funky, like, they did, awesome stuff, just like piles yeah. and stuff and stacks of carts and games it's so cool there used to be a really good comic book shop in Canterbury as well okay um, that uh, sadly well I used to go there every time I used to go down to see my grandparents I would always make sure that I'd have a couple of hours to go around to the comic book store but the first time I was back in five years gone 
There is a comic book store there because I was I I did see one. I don't know if it's the same one, but it, it was might there. have moved. Uh, it could have moved. When I was there, the eviction notices were all over the windows, and there was like some old stock left in there. And I was like, I just want to get in there, there and was, have a rifle. The, the one I went to in um, yeah, in Canterbury that might well might not be the same one was um, <laughs> it was like had it was great. It had like proper like you know um, the white full cardboard boxes yeah. full of like old comics and stuff, oh, and you know all the boxes. sort of um, graphic novels and just stacks and stacks of stuff. Like a proper rummages paradise. But I found a, a copy of Ready Player One. Um, which I've been oh. like meaning to sort of pick up at yeah. some point. I've not read book. that. I've, I've never read great it, but book. I thought that would be like. Yeah, well, yeah. so I, I assume <laughs> as well. Yeah. How have you not read How that? Read I mean, that? I've never read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to read, I want to read it. Um, I've read it. It's I, great. It's brilliant. Have you? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Mine, then. It's been a journey. Uh, it's my dad's copy, but oh, okay, if I can no. get it off him, then I'll. Yeah, certainly. I would just be not be tight and buy off Amazon for like a fiver because it's not really much money. But I saw it in this comic book shop and it's like a used copy, so I was just like, oh, okay, I wonder how much this is. Was it well thumbed? And it was so funny because there's there's this other guy like talking to the, no? the cashier. Okay. Well thumbed. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to tell a story, Tom. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And um, it was like a proper little Britain moment where the, this guy was obviously like fairly new on the till. So every time this guy would like ask him a question, it'd be like Margaret, <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, <laughs> how much is it? And the guy would like come trying down. His name wasn't Margaret, obviously. I'm just doing that. <laughs> but the guy would like come trotting down the stairs and be like, "What?" And then the guy would say, "This gentleman like the you have to like relay the whole question." It's like, "Why are you here?" And then this happened like four or five times. I was like. I'm just going to pop it down. It's not. Like, I can't be bothered to find out how much it's worth. It's too much. David, David. <laughs> yes. I I love when you go away to. Uh, no, no, I just love when you go away. <laughs> when you wow. <laughs> no love lost. I love when you, you do it more. <laughs> When you go away and you just find like the perfect shop, yeah. yeah. Like, so it, when um, so candles, min, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Musk. <laughs> Mine is the Yankee Candle Shop. So yeah, no, it's so when me and Sarah used to go to Pool in Dorset, mm. and there's this comic shop, and you open up, and the, the, I've only been there for the last two years, but I've been there several times, and it has never looked any different. It, it always in the same shit state it's always been in. Yeah, it's boxes of stock on the floor that you have to kind of like inch around yeah. to get there. And I love that stuff. There's stuff in the yeah. window, and it's, it, 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 he could he's going to die one day trying to get something from the window, <laughs> <laughs> which unfortunately is what Sarah wanted. Or which goes, want those Suicide Squad mugs you put oh, in the window? No. He's like, yeah, give us a second. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> but you just find stuff. That just just randomly, so just open a box because mm. it'd just be a cardboard box. He doesn't be bothered to take stuff out. And I picked up this one sixth uh, statue of Mal Reynolds from Firefly. Yeah, and I just basically held it up to him. And I took it to him and went, "I'm pretty much pay anything for this." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, it's reserved for a guy who oh, ordered no. in, guy who ordered in 2014." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I never came and collected it. Apparently, I don't. I don't that time either that he, does, he, he hasn't been told. It? No, it didn't let you buy no, it. No, no, either that he hasn't been told that it's there because <laughs> it's just been sitting in this box for like a year <laughs> or something. It's ridiculous. And then there'll be other like I wanted some of the black and white Batman statues, and I just wasn't prepared to risk his life. I didn't want <laughs> one that bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> did he sort of harness himself in by his underpants or something to like <laughs> kind of crane over? It's such a cool shot though. Like, yeah. it, it was just. It's just a bit of a mess, and I, I've always thought I'd love to spend a week just coming out and help you sort this out. 
No, you don't want to sort it out because that's the part of the fun is when everything's like a big mess like that. Like my ideal shop is a retro game shop that's literally like, you know, like Scrooge McDuck's money pit. I just want like an N64 cart game pit where I can literally just stand at the top on like a diving board and just dive in. And just I think it would hurt like fuck. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you come up with like you know plastic cartridge shrapnel embedded in your forehead like Big Boss. So yeah. It's like, like, that'd be amazing. Jay, I've got way better in my bum again. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, so that was great. Yeah, so I I like, um, I bought a few games, and actually, one of the games I bought was um, Castlevania 64. It's not called Castlevania 64, it's just called Castlevania. Like, because to avoid confusion, everyone calls it Castlevania 64. Fun fact! Fun fact! Which I. The more you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I just did a little. quick playthrough test thing on YouTube so if you're interested in watching that it'll probably be up by the time this pod goes up awesome. um, so uh, you can go and check that out it's about 50 minutes to an hour long YouTube uh, fans like have too much time on our hands just yeah. go onto YouTube type in too much time space on our hands <laughs> and you'll find it soon enough yeah. nothing's worry. easy for us no. is it? Nope. No. <laughs> I saw someone that bagsied the old TMT OOH. Ah, bastards. I'm I so pissed off when I saw that. Those fuckers. Yeah. Maybe we can... I did try and optimise it though because I put in the title of the video TMT OOH. Oh. So I thought then, you know... Like, maybe I should go in and edit all the um, video titles. Maybe. To, to, maybe. To, but yeah, so if yeah. you're interested in watching that, you can go and check that out. Um, so I picked up a few games there. I bought like a few Game Boy games uh, or GBA games. GBA is my thing at the moment. Because one, one of the other kind of retro gaming fixes I've been having at the moment so I went to the London game uh, gaming market uh, which was like this um, event that was kept on like popping up on my feed book and saying oh come down down to the thing and it eventually got the better of me I was like oh, okay I'm going to have to go to that um, and it's basically just uh, stores they sell like retro games and stuff so I had a good rummage around there and picked up a few bits there as well but yeah the main thing I've been just like uh, enjoying at the moment is my GBA just like so I picked up a few carts picked up a new console as well but like a brand, almost brand new looking one like boxed like with all these inserts and everything it was like oh, it's just like only brand new again it was wicked so what I, did you buy? a GBA Game Boy Advance oh yeah one of the original models because I had an SP but I really loved the shape of the original model which I used to have but I traded in to get my SP yeah. Um, but yeah so I've been enjoying the shit out of that I've been uh, playing uh, F-Zero Maximum Velocity which is like ridiculously fun um, I played through the uh, Banjo Kazooie GBA game, which is not bad. It's not brilliant, but it's not bad. Um, it's better than the current version, right? The current is, version. Isn't there a Banjo? Well, Kazooie there's one on the three. I've never played the ones on the 360 because they're just the normal versions. That's all. They're just no. He's talking about nuts and bolts. Yeah. Oh, okay. The one. Yeah, Sean knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, that's... nuts and bolts was the one that everyone hated because it like wasn't a true Banjo game. Mm. It was like the first one that Microsoft. When they completely the children were started rare they uh, yeah. yeah sadly well then have you got the rare replay collection no yeah do you want a copy I've got a spare what got a spare copy you can have it I'll take it home with you tonight if you want yeah right yeah cool <laughs> thanks mate that's right <laughs> okay I've, I've I've owned it three times <laughs> oh okay yeah, so yeah cool but yeah cool. don't sorry. forget it I mean thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was a sidetrack. Yeah, the only new game I've been playing, or sort of current Score. game, is um, Fire Emblem Fates on the 3DS. Yeah. Um, I've picked up uh, Conquest, because there's like two versions of that game, Birthright and Conquest, and I'm kind of stupidly I picked up the more, the sort of veteran one, because there's one that's like designed for beginners and one that's designed for like veterans, and 
Oh, I haven't actually played Fire Emblem before. This is my first Fire Emblem <laughs> game. I was like, nah, fuck it. I don't need the newbie version of this <laughs> But it's so brutal. It's, it's like it's ridiculously brutal because the thing that makes Fire Emblem Fire Emblem is, is it's got this permadeath mechanic, right? So it's a tactical RPG with like proper fleshed out characters and stuff where um, they each have like little story arcs and things, just like small things. But they are like proper characters. They're not like pawns. They're not like grunts. They're just nameless grunts that you send into battle, and who cares if they die. Um, so each one's like unique and has their own look and character and everything. Yeah. And so, but when they die in the battlefield, they literally die for good, and you can never use them again. Oh God. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> playing in that game. Yeah, or... in Fire Emblem. Yeah, it's a Fire Emblem sort of trait. You can turn it off in the modern games by playing on like casual mode or whatever. But who the fuck does that? <laughs> no, I mean as in casual. As in, yeah. if you started a new game. Could you have all the characters back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't like literally. Like, the game doesn't like self-destruct or anything. Oh, right. <laughs> no. okay, yeah. But like, it, it's well, like it's a long RPG, so you know you fine. might be yeah. twenty hours in, and yeah. then you're beloved. But you can. Um, I, I've become very familiar with the soft reset command on my 3DS, which is LR start. Yeah. Because then you can sort of you don't you basically just ah oh, fuck it quit when one of your characters dies because you're not going to carry on when you're. You know, super buffed up. No, I mean, why would you want to play the game how it's meant to be played? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing. I have let some people die, but no, this is the thing. It's it's brutal. You would never finish the game, dude. Like, it's like it's like XCOM, like the the latest version of XCOM. Mm-hmm. When you spent so long with this one particular character that's now leveled up to fucking fuckery compared to everyone else, massive armor spikes, amazing talent and skills, and incredible buffs, and then they die on the battlefield. It's just. Oh my Christ! I've been pouring <laughs> everything into this person. Why they, is that permadeath as well? Exorn has permadeath oh, okay. like, on characters. So once once they're gone, that's it. Your recruits start coming in, and now you've got now you have to start working again, and, and all the advantages you had gone. You know, is that auto save after they die, or is it like let you off if you uh, want to restart? I think if I think if you alt tabbed out, yeah. Like, I think I think because that's basically what would. you're doing with like fire. Yeah. Is it, it's not, it doesn't want what? you to do that. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like flipping the table. Isn't yeah, because that's the thing. Some of these missions are like ridiculously long as well. Like you'll be playing for half an hour to an hour, and then your guy might, one of your guys might die right at the end, and it's been like brutal. And you've been like, oh, this is like the fifth or sixth time I'm going to have to reset. Like it's funny because it has like an official playtime on, on the 3DS when you like load it up. It'll say I've been playing for like 13 hours, and then I'll look in my like actual 3DS log, and I'll say like 25 hours. <laughs> there's like all these missing hours where I've been playing through a mission only for someone to die at the end and go, ah, and then restart. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus it's kicking my ass but it's a really good game it's fantastic excellent mm. nothing else what have you been whacking off to I'm glad you well actually funnily enough not Fire Emblem Fates because there was one thing they took out of the uh, localization. <laughs> there was this mini game that they had in the Japanese version okay. they have this mini game where you can invite people back to your headquarters because there's stuff in between the battles obviously of course there is of and you have in the Japanese castle. version of course you have there your is. own like castle and everything and, like, of course you um, do <laughs> you can invite them back to your place and you can build up romance because you can actually ha- develop relationships with the characters so you can get married to one and then you can and you can marry off other ones so then they have kids and stuff and those kids you can then use to fight when they grow up oh, <laughs> and then they, they know, die yeah, and then they die yeah. <laughs> and you watch your children die your digital children send the children <laughs> but there was this mini game where um, there was like uproar because they took it out of the, the western version where um you basically have to rub the your little stylus oh, yes. against the screen, and then the character makes like orgasm sort of noises. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? I don't people... know. But it's funny how like Peter out of uproar that people had. Why has this been taken out of the yeah, game? Not because I'm a pervert, just because I want yeah. the whole For game. Authenticity. I want yeah. it. Like... I want the. Yeah, I want the alpha version. <laughs> I want gold. Yeah, it's daft. 
It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Who's next? We're watching anything? Or? Um, no, no, to be honest, because, um, I mean, I'm not like a massive sports fan, but with the Euros and Wimbledon on, I just have them on all the time now. That's my the life. Olympics just coming watching. up as well. Oh, don't even start. Yeah, so I, I do just a lot of Wimbledon, and, um, Wimbledon. and the Euros, and that's it, really. I'm one of those people that it's just like, if tennis is on, I'll watch tennis. Yeah, mm, I love same. watching tennis. It's Even really if it's an exhibition match, I'm happy. Same. Yeah, just love watching tennis. At the same time, I couldn't name six tennis players, I don't <laughs> But then that's, that's a good, the good thing I like about tennis is that I, I tend to play my like GBA or my DS. That's mm. why I've been playing so much like handheld stuff at the moment. I haven't touched my Wii U for ages because there's all the stuff on telly. But I've been playing my 3DS because I have it what, uh, placement while it's on. It's great. Yeah, fair dues. Really good yeah. for that reason. Fair dues. Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Tom, do you want to go next? Uh, playing, um, well, one game in particular that I won't um, talk about because uh, I have heard tell that potentially our resident reviewer might be taking a look at today. I think we should mention it, though, because it's... I've been playing Inside. Oh, my God, it's so good. Which is phenomenal. Um, it's the follow-up to Playdead's Limbo. Yeah. Which, uh, if any of you guys haven't played Limbo, Limbo was the black-and-white game with the incredibly scary spider bit at the beginning, um, and also everything else that comes after it. Very, very good indie game, and I th- I Inside's it, the follow-up. I think it outdoes Limbo in scariness at times in this. Well. I think it uh, potentially it does outdoes Limbo in atmosphere. I don't mm. know whether it's necessarily as scary as Limbo, because yeah. I think Limbo is a bit more of a primal kind of arachnophobia, um, yeah. you know, uh, per- instant death, uh, stepping into a trap, whereas... Inside seems to be a bit more claustrophobic and a bit more God, yeah. um, mysterious. There's a lot more heavy mystery, and a lot of the mysteries are to do with people, which is a bit kind of scary. I don't, I don't want to step on Gurnalist's toes because I'm sure he'll have some great points. Yeah. Uh, but um, just for or, me. Or Ewan. I don't know if Ewan McGregor's going to be. Well, back. Ewan McGregor is, is part of the Lost podcast that we'll yeah, put together yeah. at some point, maybe. You can't believe that. The one time we had a celebrity here and. Just went, it's like he wiped it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, inside the, the camera on inside, I have never played a game that, that just gets gets it so perfect. Yeah. Really, really. The camera. The camera. So like, you're always seeing exactly what you need to see, without seeing more than you need. And there's to see. and there's there's just a hint of other stuff. Yeah. There's just a, there's a there's a there's something you know. There, there's things. Two D games. Though. Yeah. No. Well, it's a, it's a it's a side scrolling platformer in a fully three D world. So oh. they basically used um, the it's not streets of rage though. <laughs> they used the Unreal, wasn't it? Wasn't it the latest? Yeah, or was yeah. It Unity. I can't remember whether it was on un- whatever. No they are very. They used basically a three D, almost a first person shooter engine, and right. fixed the camera so that they could create a three D world. And they they actually wrote some software that made it possible to use the engine as a side scroller, okay. um, and with the sort of very particular look and feel of the game, which is kind of. Um, looks almost kind of comic bookish, doesn't mm. it? It's kind of graphic novelly, which they then released open source for free for everyone to oh, use nice. if they wanted to do it themselves. Um, so you can move like towards and further away from the no, screen? No. Oh, so you are stuck on a So you are plane. stuck on a single plane, but it never feels like you are. It's very strange. It's it's, oh, very, it's a real... 2.5D, these it's yes. like a, Yeah, it's basically like... Yeah, absolutely. 2.5D is probably the best way okay. to do it. It's, it's not like um, Shadow Complex where you've got people shooting at you from the side and you turn around and shoot. No. Yeah. It's, um, it's just very clever. And the vastness of the spaces you find yourself in... Mm. Even though you're stuck on a track, makes you feel like you could go anywhere. It's, it's so weird, isn't it? It's, and yet you always seem to know where you're going. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. It's like like you said with like the swapper and things like yeah. that. Is that you always you never felt um, 
like you were having your hand held. Yeah. Mm. This is the same as that. Despite the fact you never feel like you're having your hand held, you always feel like you know where you're going. Okay. Yeah. And I think... That's just clever. I don't know, I could talk about it. It's usually clever game um, design does the, that because it just subconsciously very, very things to you to make you... It's by no means it. a perfect game. No. But it is very, very it's good. It's from a perfect score. From an indie like 10 studio. out of 10. 10 yeah. out of 10 kind of From review. an indie studio, it is... It's very refreshing. Are they in the studio then? Because well, Limbo was indie, and they yeah, so, yeah they played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like twenty yeah, people. Is it not something? like partly Microsoft owned or something? No, they yeah. they've partially funded it, I think. Ah, okay. But um, it's exclusive to Microsoft. Yeah, I don't know how long um, that's going to last though. Uh, we're saying really Limbo on PC at the moment. Is it? Yeah, Limbo was is hmm. exclusive, isn't it? No, that's available. You can get that on everything. Now. You can get that on phones now. Oh, okay. Oh, but um, that's really well worth picking up. If Limbo's great as well. But this, I, I prefer in, Inside, I think. Really? Yeah. I, do. Um, and I like the bleakness of, um, Limbo. of Limbo. But then, to be honest, Inside feels pretty bleak. Yeah, there's there's one thing in it, and talking about the not hand-holding aspect of this, there's a bit where there's these cubes, and they do things. I don't want to give too much away, but there's one bit where you throw up a cube, and the guy sets it on fire. So, and he's and he throws it and he points you in the right direction of where you're supposed to go. And you have this, you're aware that these cubes are useful to you. So you get to a point where, and there's no text throughout, there's no press A to do anything. There's a bit where there's a cube hanging from a rope. So you reach for the cube to go grab it. And as you reach, the floor falls away because mm-hmm. they've figured out, in terms of the story, they figured out that you need the you're aware that the cubes are useful to do things and you figured out just it doesn't tell you to go reach up for the cube but you've just figured out these cubes are generally useful yeah. there's no reason you could use the cube in this room either yeah but you're like that's that's going to help me so I'm going to reach up and as you reach up you fall through the floor into the water the game is very good at tricking you as mm. well um like like limbo used to, was yeah. very good at tricking you you'd find yourself in a situation where there would be three kind of blocks kind of like little little nubs sticking out of the ground First time you came along, you jump onto the nub, uh, or you jump over the nub, and find that the bit of ground just after the nub was actually a switch, which <laughs> shuts the thing on you. So right, you go fine, jump onto the nub, jump to the next nub. You find that the next nub is actually the activation spring for the trap, which then kills you. So you go all right, fine. Got to jump on that nub, jump next to this one, jump over that nub, and then you're like, hmm, fifty-fifty. I'll jump onto the nub. <laughs> <laughs> so you jump, 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 and it's just. It would just mess with you. It would always change your expectation of what would happen. Um, and I think Inside does that quite a lot. Like you said, you yeah. know, it tricks you. It, it, the game designers got to a point where they're like, right, well, we've pretty much trained the player yeah. to know that these cubes are useful, that they do things or they can, mm. they can help them get to certain places and things like that. So we're just going to use that to fuck with you. And, and you know, it's, it's perfect. You, you feel messed with. Mm. Um, which not wanting to give too much away, I think is part of the whole game story. I think they yeah. want you to feel messed with. I think they want you to feel like you're doing things involuntarily. It's one of the oddest stories I've, or, or in a game I've Bizarre, I've isn't it? For really a very long time, but really fucking great. Like really I said, I don't want to spend too much yeah. time talking about it. Because Gurnless is going yeah. to touch on it a bit later. Okay. Um, so I've heard through his people and my people. Your people, um, Tom? Yeah, my people. Okay, fine. Um, so also, the Xbox Summer Sale is uh, going at the moment, so Woo. I picked up uh, Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light, I think it's mm. called, in a bundle for like £4, I think it was. I got a pair of them. I got South Park, The Stick of Truth, 
And I also picked up Wolfenstein The New Order, which is phenomenal. Uh, that's actually the one that's sucked away most of my time um, alongside Inside. <laughs> alongside Inside. Um, yeah, Wolfenstein The New Order, absolutely phenomenal. Set in the 1960s, had the Nazis won the Second World War and had a load of technology that no one in the world had at that point. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, gunplay is very satisfying. Um, yeah, has, I mean... Sorry. Sorry, it's a typical, typical first-person shooter, but it's just done very well. It's one of the great stories. Oh, it's got fantastic! No, it's got a great story, a really good story. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. That's what I've been playing, watching. Uh, well, it's been a bit sad news. I never like to bring things down on the podcast, but I was very moved and very sad to hear that Carolina Hearn had died. Mm, yeah. Um, so uh, my wife and I have been watching a lot of Royal Family. Um, you know, uh, sort of remembering her and how fucking fantastic she was as mm. the perpetually lazy Denise Royal. Um, <laughs> and it just brought back so many good memories of watching the series when it was first on. You know, the, the fact that Jim, absolutely straight-faced, always called Anthony a lazy little sod! Mm. <laughs> little, little fucking bastard! You know, like, just so funny, man. And, like, the put-upon Barbara and, <laughs> and, and loafer... Dimwit Dave and oh, it's mm. brilliant it's just absolutely brilliant it's a great series there are just moments that you just sit there watching and you realise that all you've done for the last couple of minutes was watch a bunch of people watching just staring the, at the telly it was like the original Cocklebox it was, <laughs> like, yeah. it, was just, it was just so good and like suddenly like Barbara will just go oh Denise you know yeah. like, oh, did, you just, did you see her wearing her leggings last night and you're like oh my god what am I watching but it's just compelling the only bit I ever remember though is the bit where they're watching um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire oh yeah <laughs> so, so, yeah. this is my favourite show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the question comes up about the Lighthouse family and Dave knows like the answer and then it comes up and he's right and then they were like tear around him and like <laughs> I can't believe they got the question right. He's like, how long have I got I bought everything they've ever done? Dave. <laughs> like, they literally do those like sideways glances to each other. Looking at like, each oh, other like, oh my god, Dave. <laughs> and he's just. <laughs> yeah, great show. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I think, um, what's the clip that, that has been going around the internet for the past week, which is the her uh, interviewing Debbie McGee? Oh, oh Mrs. Merton. Yeah, yes. Mrs. Merton. And yeah. uh, what was it first attracted to multi-millionaire Paul Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> As she used to say, the northern tone allows people to ask really pointed questions with an air of naivety, um, yeah. which yeah. I really think is what, that's what made Mrs. Merton, wasn't Very it? clever. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, Rest in peace, Caroline. Yeah, and that's it, really. I, I also watched a little bit of that 70s show uh, and then uh, wondered why and then turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Laura Preppen very fit uh, Mia Kunis of course very fit um, and people like Danny Masterton so you remembered why you watched it when you were like I remember why I watched it when, when I was you're probably um, a late, you're late when teens I, yeah. when I just discovered self pleasure <laughs> anyway cool. that's it that's what I've been doing well, we all got a bit hairy palm towards the end of that didn't it I'll, I'll link from Laura Preppen then because I've, I've watched series 4 of Orange is the New Black oh, and she's in that have you watched it and she's fucking gorgeous in that as well yeah, yeah. So you watched season 4 yeah love showers Huh? I've always loved showers. You've loved showers? Yeah, that's what she says at the beginning. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, very yeah. first episode, I've always loved showers. But, um, yeah, have you seen the latest series? Series four? Uh, no. It's no. Uh, a darker uh, series. I'll Is put it? That way. Yeah. What? No light bulbs. What? Yeah, yeah. It just you, you squint the whole time. Yeah. It's, uh, it was probably not the best thing to watch before I went to Glastonbury, but that's what I was doing till one o'clock in the morning while packing was watching Orange is the New Black. 
And uh, yeah, really fucking good though. Really good. Why, why darker? How darker? Bad stuff happens in it. Oh no. Yeah. To, to some characters that I really liked as well. I'll leave that there. Oh, dude. Really good though. One of the better series so far. And I love that show. Um, I've watched some more Bloodlines. Anyone's watched that? It's really yeah, good as well. You keep telling me about that. It's, it's, it's very good. That's also quite dark. And I also watched. Uh, I watched Batman versus Superman. Oh. Oh God. That is a shockingly bad film. Oh, I knew we were going to get around to it at some. Point. I was going to have to watch it at some point. Yeah. So I would say I said that's the second worst Batman film ever made. Okay, I'm just intrigued to know what your first worst is. Oh, Batman and Robin. Oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah. I think pretty much everyone would say Batman and Robin. Yeah. Although it did have Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl in it, in that suit. (laughs) Definite theme so far, Tom. Yeah, sorry, it's all a bit Harry Palmed at the moment. (laughs) But here's the thing as well, I I like the characters in it. I like Ben Affleck as Batman, I like Henry Cavill as Superman, and I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I don't really like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, that, that's wrong, but the film is so shit that it makes me hate that film that much, despite the fact that I like pretty much all the main characters in it. It's one of those things where the components have all been put together and in completely the wrong order. Yeah. And it just does not work. It just does not work. It's like putting the watch together in the wrong way. I don't really like the idea of Batman being the bad guy either, which he very much is in that film. So they It's like you said, actually, a while ago, I think you said it a few times, why can't they just make one of the comic books? Why yeah, can't they just turn that into a film? Why can't they just pick one of those ones where Batman does something slightly questionable, but yeah. is still Batman? Yeah. And in this film, by the end of it, I, didn't feel, I just didn't feel like any of the characters were playing... I've, I've never read anything or seen anything where it turns out Batman's wrong. You know, he's, that, he's fucking Batman. He's the world's greatest detective. He does his research before he jumps in. In this, he just leaps two-footed into trying to kill Superman. Spoilers. Um, and and doesn't really think about the consequences. Doesn't really do his due diligence. And Lex Luthor spends the whole film trying to get Superman to fight Batman. And very little of the film trying to get Batman to fight Superman. So Yeah, he just seems to be trying to goad him. Yeah, and it didn't, didn't take much time. doing a terrible Joker impression. Yeah, I, I, I thought Riddler, but yeah, definitely. Mm. Batman's also loves, uh-huh. loves guns a bit too much in this as well, which is not something you really think of Batman for loving. And he kills a lot of people in this film as mm. well, which is also the main thing about Batman. When asked about it, Zack Snyder said, no, I read a comic where he kills people. <laughs> you read one comic out of 70 years' worth of comics, and you, that's your confirmation bias of Batman being able to kill people, basically. Which one was that one? I don't know. I, fuck knows. But as far as I'm aware, Batman doesn't really ever kill people. So I went back and I read some Batman comics. I read Rock of Ages. And in one page, uh, Grant Morrison manages to, to get the Batman character better than it takes um, Zack Snyder three hours to completely screw up. Okay, so Zack Snyder, yeah. um, we, uh, on the Too Much Time On Your Hands podcast, think you fucked up. Yeah, he tried to remake The Watchmen. So if you want well. to come on and defend your views... It, um, we operate out of St Albans yeah <laughs> so yeah UK so sack he, nice what it, what it did give me hope for was Ben Affleck directing the, the Batman film that's one what thing. as in he did a bad job Zack Snyder did a bad job directing it was badly written at some point how many writers must that have had what eight nine writers and someone must have gone this is shit but 
Batman, Ben Affleck directing and starring in a Batman film. Yeah. I'm kind of on board with it. I think that might be alright. He'll give himself all the best lines. He's Batman. He should have all the best lines. Yes, that's yeah, fine. Is. I just can't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I've been re-watching Tabletop, Will Wheaton's board game show. Yeah. I've Will got, Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah. And I've got through about a season and a half of that again. I've already watched the first three seasons while I wait for season four to come up. Okay, I stopped watching it to be honest, but I watched like a lot of the early ones. Yeah, it's very good, really well. It done. is really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying that. Then I played Inside as well. That's yeah, like great you. game. Uh, played Overwatch. Played a bit more Overwatch, which is good. Really enjoying that. Hmm. And I played a bit. Thomas was alone. Finally, I finally hey! brought up the cool. That game's really good. Yeah, I don't. Know what, I, I didn't mean to sound surprised there. I, I knew it was going to be good, but it's really Just charming. Ruddy, bloody charming. Yeah, that is charming. That's the yeah. word. I like you. Ha- you forget that you're moving blocks around. Yeah, you, you, they, they give start them so become... much personality. Yeah, there, yeah. So that was that's Danny really Wallace. Good. I remember his name this time. Yes, it took me ages to. Oh, what's his <laughs> name? Yeah. Oh, oh gritted my teeth. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been up to. I feel like I've missed something. Like I've played. Oh, I've played a load of board games as well. Played uh, Blood Rage. Which is a Viking board game, which is quite good fun. Mm-hmm. Played Takedo, which is uh, really... Jade loves Takedo. Takedo's great, really. Yeah, really yeah good. we play that quite a bit actually. But yeah, good game, good game, good game, good game. Played Betrayal at House on the Hill, which is really good as well. Um, Libertalia, which is the pirate pirate memory game, and the, <laughs> the, the pirate card game, which is really really good as well. And something else I played. Oh, Welcome to the Dungeon, which was quite a bit of fun. Oh, I've got that. Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah, good yeah. for like a little quick um, quick thing, not too bad at all. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So, yeah. And that's about all I've been up to. Good stuff. Cool, so what, what were we on? Half an hour. News! 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right, who wants to start with this week's uh, rendition of the news? I'd say we've got three three weeks worth of news, but I reckon I've got just this week's, really. Yeah, I, I didn't know how far to go back yeah. with this kind of thing. Yeah. I'll start off with a quick one. Go for it. Uh, Tomb Raider has a release date. The film this is. New yeah. Tomb Raider film. And it's uh, March the 16th, 2018. And it's the film no one gives a shit about. Oh, I do. Do you? I do. I love Lisa Vikander. That's right, yeah. Directed by <laughs> Raw Uthaug. Who's Raw Uthaug? You might not be pronouncing it right. Raw Uthaug. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's better. Okay. Um, I don't know who he is. And she starring Alessia Vikander. Yeah. Mm. My lovely Alessia mm. mm. And I think... Oh, it woman. Depends oh, what woman. they're going to do with it. If they're going to do the new Tomb Raider, it's going to be a bit depressing. <laughs> it would be what I'd say. But I just time. really hope they have really small, uh, really low wind noise and really loud people shouting. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I hope. I hope, like that's you say, she goes around just killing people and then has to make really... Oh, God, I can't, God, I can't <laughs> do it. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Haphazardly kills someone else while she's making decisions. While she's stoving someone else's head yeah. in with the, with the ice cream. <laughs> oh god, look what it's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they should come to this. <laughs> I only wanted to do archaeology. Yeah. I just want to raid some tombs. <laughs> without, without looking, shooting someone in the head while she's yeah. doing <laughs> Oh god. Oh, it's turning me into a monster involuntarily. <laughs> oh, terrible, terrible woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible woman. Terrible woman. Terrible woman. A woman. Um, anyway. Okay, yep. <laughs> Next! <laughs> Sorry, I was just waiting to finish chewing. News! Um, news! Right. News! Can't remember anything or shall I go? Uh, there you go. So, uh, Sulu in the new Star Wars. Star oh, Trek yeah, film. He's Gavin! 
He's um, gay. Sorry. Spoilers. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, so they've decided, and I thought this was a really nice touch, mm. um, to make Sulu gay. And uh, George Takai's disappointed about it, apparently. Yes, this is what I've heard. So they gave they gave um, Sulu a, a husband, I guess, and a child, and actually like an adopted child mm. and whatnot. And it was supposed to be an, like an homage or in tribute to um, George Takai, who is uh, gay and also... I can't understand um, where he's coming from, though. Yeah, so he, but he's very, um, what would you say, like an activist, gay yes. rights activist, yeah. whatnot. He's very kind of. He's, um, he's what people have described, and I love it. And, it, and feel free to edit it out, but, but they call them a promosexual. <laughs> that's that's good. That's really good, that's right? Good, a promosexual. I like that. yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, so it was supposed to be like quite a nice gesture, I think, but it somewhat backfired because George Takei sees it as um, dismissing Gene Roddenberry's kind of original concept. Yeah. He's a red horse. <laughs> yes, up there, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry. Sorry, we're getting excited because our um, that YouTube video I was talking about earlier has just uploaded. <laughs> but, Yay! Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was supposed to be like a nice gesture on, on the part of um, Stephen, uh, mm. Stephen Pegg, Simon Pegg, yeah. and um, uh, the guy's name... John Cho. John Cho, and then the, the director's name is Lynn, something Lynn, I think. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so George Takei kind of took it uh, not the wrong way, but he just disagreed with it, I think is the best way to say it. I don't think he was angry about it or anything like that. He just felt like it maybe wasn't the best idea. And he thought if there was going to be um, a gay character, they should have created a new character rather than kind of retrofitting how he saw it, the retrofitting a sort of sexuality to an existing character. Yeah, Simon Pegg's spoken out since then as well. Have you heard? Read yeah, that? I read that. Yeah. So he has said, "I have huge love and respect for George Takei, his heart, courage, and humour, and inspiration." However, with regards to his thoughts on Sulu, on our Sulu, he says, "I must respectfully disagree with him. He's right. It is unfortunate. It's unfortunate that the screen version of the most inclusive, tolerant universe in science fiction hasn't featured an LGBT character until now. We could have introduced a new gay character, but he or she would have been primarily defined by their sexuality, seen as the gay character rather than simply." for who they are and isn't that tokenism Justin Ling that's that's who we're talking about and mm. Doug Jung and I uh, loved the idea of it being somebody we already knew because the audience had a, have a pre-existing opinion of that character as a human being unaffected by any prejudice their sexual orientation is just one of their many personal aspects not the defining characteristic uh, also the audience would infer that there has been an LGBT presence in the Trek universe from the beginning at least in the Kelvin timeline that a gay hero isn't something new or strange. It's also important to note that at no point do we suggest that Arsula was even was ever closeted. Why would we, why would he need to be? It just hasn't come up before. Mm. I kind of on time and peg side on this. I kind of get it. If you bring in a new character and say his yeah. character, and he comes in and within five minutes and goes, "By the way, I like boys." It's not really the same as saying, I can't wait to get back to work for some bum fuck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really the same as saying, like, here's Sulu. Oh, and by the way, he happens to be gay, but we've seen him do loads of really cool stuff before then. It's just his preference that he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, his preference, that like... came out wrong. <laughs> fuck. He's just a gay, he just happens to be gay. Yeah. I'm kind of 50 50 on it, I guess. Yeah. I can, like, see it from both sides. And I, I, I am somewhat Sorry. of a purist. I'm not, I'm, to be honest, I don't give a shit about Star Trek, yeah. so this isn't like it doesn't affect me in slightest. But in general terms, I, I, I am a bit of a purist, and I don't like the idea of changing characters too much. Like I noticed on the last podcast, you were talking about Link um, being a woman and whatnot. Yeah. 
and to me it's like yeah I get I'm I'm kind of fine with them leaving Link as a male because it's like Link is a character and that character is a male it wouldn't yeah. matter if it was a woman but he is just a man or yes. an elf boy or whatever but I think that's what we decided in the yeah end, exactly right? that's yeah. exactly what you said so I guess it's like the similar logic here in that you'd say like Sulu is already a character he's never the idea is he's never been gay before why would he be gay now like in this new film so yeah. I, I, get, I get it well actually I why, also why get would it matter if he's gay or not yeah it doesn't I think the it doesn't <laughs> Tom's just stopped to casually comb his beard yeah. <laughs> it's really nice where would you get that from I need to get that one. Oh, the wife got me it oh very nice yeah I had, I had a, quite a trim actually yeah. sorry for hijacking your very no, that's alright um, <laughs> yeah. in awe of your metrosexuality yeah um Going back to it though, um, as I pour some drink clearly on the, the podcast, um, <laughs> it, 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 the yeah, it has. We've oh, seen. Oh God, sorry. Ow, my knee. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, just hang on. Carry on. <laughs> just carry on like. Get up. We. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> I'm alright. Okay. Oh. <gasps> We've seen changes in character oh before. Oh, God! <laughs> We've seen changes in character before. I mean, look about Star Galactica. The change from Starbuck to being from yeah. being a boy to a girl. But that, then, that was a complete reboot. And actually, yeah, I, I, that's true. I yeah. really hated that. <laughs> like, not that specific yeah, thing. I really changes. hated that they didn't change the character at all to do that. Like, because there's this the bit that really annoys me in that um, show is there's like this episode where they're in like a boxing ring yeah and she's like fighting like uh, what's his face the main dude yeah who's like fucking ripped oh. and massive and like she's like literally half his size and she's like boxing him taking like punches to the face and it's like Adama like Lee yeah, Adama there are weight classes for a reason <laughs> and they don't have you know intergender boxing for a reason mm. sexist it's not sexist they'll have intergender showering in the future yeah but not boxing yeah but you can't have one without the other. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. You luck. want to shower with us? Get in the ring. Yeah. No, that's obviously not. But it's, yeah, I understand. I can. I kind of understand that. Anyway, we've got massively sidetracked there. I, yeah. I'm. I'm kind of. Sulu, obviously. Uh, Sulu. That's not his name. George Takei obviously gets a, a say in it. I think, but mm. it's it just kind of. Hello. Goes, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think it's, it was a nice touch, and he might have maybe just just gone along with it instead. Yeah, know. it was obviously a nice gesture yeah. towards him. But you know, he's he's trying to pay tribute to Gene Roddenberry, and he, yeah. he made the point that it was the fiftieth anniversary, and therefore he felt it was like a special mm. thing, and he, the the kind of original idea sh- should be. It's, you're right, though. It's a bit funny to get up in arms about it I don't think he was particularly up in arms about no. it he just felt it was the wrong decision I guess he just wanted to make that clear that he didn't have any say in this because he actually says they approached him and he he advised them against it yeah and so they still <laughs> went ahead and did it though. yeah maybe that's probably what annoyed him more that they, they came to him for advice and they didn't go with his advice yeah definitely Right, more news? Anyone got any more news? Yes. I've got one thing which I was quite impl- uh, quite impressed to see just now while I was flicking through news sites, <laughs> yeah. was that No Man's Sky yeah. has gone gold. Mm, I saw that. It's such a cute picture as well. It is a great yeah, picture. Um, they tweeted it. Um, there's a picture of them. It's absolutely phenomenal. 
Um, they're holding up a disc uh, with all the bearded faces of the um, programmers, and there's just literally like one dude in the background with a bottle of champagne, just like necking it. <laughs> so good. That's um, good to see, isn't it? Because they're obviously like a, a smaller team. They are. I mean, it's like just see like the passion in, of them. The passion in that photo. They're just genuinely excited about yeah having created this four game. years. Four years, he says, holding three fingers up. All right, car. Well. <laughs> well, so yeah, four years of development, um, and there was uh, it was postponed in May uh, from a planned release of June until early August. Um, as uh, it was reported on PC Gamer, that's a pretty short delay as video game delay delays go, but it was still enough to result in loads of death threats from angry idiots yeah. who didn't want an extra. <laughs> so oh, change to ridiculous. Um, Changed it all petition by any chance. What to do with No Man's Sky? Seems to be one for everything. So, oh, man. I that's mean, not that wasn't me um, digging into politics. I was actually genuinely talking about. Well, we should, we should probably like we should probably we should probably just mention it. Obviously, that as we're based in the UK um, and the UK has voted Brexit. Um, they might clamp down on podcasts all of a sudden. So, <laughs> so unfortunately, um, in about three to five, maybe even ten years' time, <laughs> something might happen, and we might Brexit. I mean, who the fuck knows? Who the hell knows? Yeah. Waste of time. Something will have changed by the time you hear this. So, it's, yeah. no, no doubt. Yeah. No, we won't. Nothing will have changed. We'll have a, we'll, we'll have a new prime minister, and that'll be it. No one's going to Brexit. Just a new leader of the country. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Okay, never going to happen. Not if it's Theresa May, but this is uh, rapidly becoming the uh, politics podcast. The so. Brexit podcast. Brexit. Right. Uh, that that news done. Brexit sounds like an amazing cereal. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Why has no one thought of that yet? Brexit cereal. I had fun playing on the term Brexit. So I had um, <clears throat> when I was at Glastonbury, I was in a hurry to get from Beck to LCD South System, so that was a Brexit. And what was the other one I did recently? Um, oh, God, I can't remember. Anyway, it was really funny. So that's a fun story. Sounds it. Yeah. More news, Sean. Uh, dig me out of this hole. Christ, well, I love it. Seems that he has to mention every fucking podcast. Resident Evil 4 is being released again. Um, for the current gen consoles, which I, got a release date. It's August. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, August the 30th, apparently. Exciting times. So here's a question: <laughs> Do we think that might be the game that's been the release on the most? It must be. Most it must console. be the most milked game yeah. ever. What's that? Resident, Resident Evil Four. 4. So oh, it's been for on. Fuck's sake! I mean, it's a good game, yeah. but come yeah. on, Capcom! It's like how many more times? Have you so, heard? so, so was it GameCube? GameCube was the original. Yeah. yeah. PS2. Yeah, got ports PS2. PS3. Did it make it to PS3? Yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Xbox 360. Yeah. Xbox One now. PS4. Uh, and Wii, Wii, yeah. and courses on the Wii as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then also um, iOS. Yeah, as I was well. say I've been seeing people play yeah. on phones and Android and PC. Yeah. It must be on PC. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're in ten different consoles yeah. there. Oh, and then more Resident Evil news. Seems we always mention Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Should also mention if when you buy your new copy of Resident Evil. You might like to pick up Leon uh, Kennedy's jacket from Resident Evil 4. Kind of would. For a measly £980. Kind of would. Holy fuck. <laughs> you can check it out. It looks um, cool. I would only... I would, for that much... Oh, it is pretty cool. Oh, stop oh. it, Dan. You buy it. I think you would wear it well, actually. Maybe. I'm a bit, maybe if I get it slight, it's like size slightly too small. 
And like that's that's like a no, it's it's a cuddly jacket, Dan. Yeah, I think that's why you wear it well. Maybe I, I for nine hundred eighty pounds, I'd want Ada Wong's dress, having been worn by a real Ada Wong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, cool. Uh, news, news, news. news. Um, Red Dead Redemption went backward compatible today, Yay! which is Friday. What a game! I know, and it's it's only been teased for what, the last year. Oh, so okay. um, I mean, it's enough times, isn't it? So yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Why, honestly, though, why couldn't if everybody's this excited about like uh, backwards compatibility? Why couldn't they just have made the fucking console, the really expensive Xbox One? Why couldn't they have just made it backwards compatible with Xbox 360? I don't know about your tone, Sean. Well, it's just like, <laughs> I just come in every pod. Like we get like cheers for games that you already own on disc for like the last generation console. Oh God! Well, right. It's like yeah, I can pay more money for the game I already own. No, 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 no. Oh. you put it, the, the disc versions work. Ah, uh, uh, but why can't they just do that from the off then? Because, because well, they, they didn't really think that far ahead, admittedly. The people that create the PS4, the people that created, like the mm. godlike beings, the PS4 and the, the <laughs> that was that was good, Dan. And the Xbox One. <clears throat> um, the, no one ever thought they'd be able to do it. I, they, I don't know what it, what reason it was, but they thought it would be impossible. So that's why it's such why? a big. I don't know. That's why it's such a big deal when... Why did they think it was... God, some right idiots driving around tonight. Yeah. That's Vin Diesel just fucking... (coughs) The thing is, like, most um, backwards-compatible consoles, like the Wii U is obviously backwards-compatible with the Wii, how it does that is it literally has the architecture of a Wii inside of the console. And that's like a, you know, a much cheaper console than the Xbox One and the PS4 so why can't the PS4 just have like a mini PS3 in there and why can't the Xbox One have just a mini 360 in there? I can't answer that all I know is <coughs> apparently it was very difficult to, to get it to play Xbox 360 games and now they're eventually doing it so Red Dead Redemption's the one that everyone's been waiting mm. for I'm not impressed this makes us in the news every week like back, <laughs> backwards compatibility is this something that's like just should be standard well, I think it's clear. Oh, it should be, it should be something that's applauded. But, but you make a new console to play next gen. But then why is everyone so fucking excited about playing older it's games? Then well, and everyone is though, because uh, Amazon's sale of Red Dead Redemption have gone up fourteen thousand percent. Because you just because it's just nice to be able to play. Because even though you've got all the new, all the new gen, well, the current gen games coming out, and you want to play them anyway. There is always something about those games that you played in the current gen, uh, the previous gen, like I don't know, like Red Dead Redemption, mm. that were kind of really cool. But because you've been playing all the current gen games on the Xbox One, you you haven't really brushed off the Xbox 360 and played it for ages. And now they're suddenly going, oh, you can just pop pop your disc into the Xbox One. That, you know, fuck having to get the Xbox 360. See, I, yeah, I'm the wrong person to talk to because I've got I've literally got all of my consoles all set up all at once so I can literally so, turn on any of them and they will work exactly so, so, so I like it's a, in any it's agree or to disagree or anything yeah I disagree to disagree to agree that you agree with me okay <laughs> <laughs> fair enough or something um, I can't remember so yeah Red Dead Redemption sales have gone through the roof it's, yay here's what I'm saying it's $25 I think on Amazon yeah it's £6, six on, pounds the, on, on the compatibility store. on the uh, Xbox sale list this yeah. week so so just buy it and shut up. <laughs> Not you, sure. Other people. people with current gen consoles. It's uh, a fucking last gen game. Fucking hell! Do they ever release it on Wii U though? No. 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 
More news? Do you know, one of the first Rockstar games was on N64, though. Body Harvest. It was a precursor to um, the 3D GTAs. And Bully came out on Wii as well, didn't it? Yeah, but that came out on PS2 first. <laughs> I seem to remember. I thought it came out on Wii first. No, it was PS2. No. PS2 and PC first. Oh. Yeah. Okay. News? Not like Super Hot. That you can only play with Xbox at the moment. Oh my god, that game is so good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, it's, I tell you what, I am so super hot and inside. Two £15 games are making me very glad I spent £300 on a games console. Um, anyway, any more news? They're both indie games. Yeah, I know, exactly. That you can play on PC and you'll be able to play on your phone in about a week's time, I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh, um, well, I'll tell you what, yeah. go on, while we're on that topic. Yeah. Microsoft appears to have um, reneged on its... But they play anywhere, it's, I think. Yeah, like, it's, it's a proper U-turn, another Xbox-famous U-turn, <laughs> where they've basically gone back on their statement that you can now play your Xbox games anywhere. Because they were saying, like, e- every game now is going to be Microsoft 10 uh, compatible, Windows 10 compatible. And now they've said, oh, well, no, not every game, just the ones we showed at E3. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> Hang on a minute. That's it's quite different, typical, isn't it? It's fucking typical. So I think it might have been... I don't know whether it's them backtracking because now... Because everyone was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to buy a PC then. <laughs> like, probably, why have I got yeah. an Xbox? And they're like, oh, shit. Hang on a minute. We didn't think this through. And then they're like, we better like... Maybe we should keep Halo back. We better keep Halo as no, our no, no, kind no. of our, our... The ones that are compatible are the ones that they showed at E3. So that would be all of their, their first person stuff. But they yeah. didn't show a new Halo. Though. Halo Wars too. Yeah, but I mean like a main series, like a proper Halo. I guarantee like any of that stuff will be compatible mm, with okay. it. Okay, I reckon what? I thought that would be the thing. If anything they were going to keep back to keep Xbox sales up, it would be Halo. No, I'd imagine they probably got a phone call from EA though going, you're not fucking doing that with our games. Oh, really? probably, I'd imagine, yeah, that the, the, the bigger, the Ubisofts, the Activisions and the Why EA's Why wouldn't probably. they want them to though? Because they probably, because if that, had uh, an effect on Xbox sales then it probably has an effect on these companies that um, make console games or maybe retailers maybe retailers were crapping the pants I, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly I'm in the beginning to think that the console companies don't give a fuck about retailers anymore mm, possibly so I, I think it's more likely to be the third party stuff that they're, they're having trouble getting the rights to say just play on a PC quite possibly um, the first part first party stuff they've tended to be a bit more play you can probably play um, quantum break on a toilet seat so imagine it. you, they seem to be pretty on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, going anywhere Pokemon Go kind of got released this week Yeah. and people are obsessed with it when it works it's the service oh. has gone down several times um, to the extent that someone was very happy about ca- catching a Pidgeotto or a Pidgey or something <laughs> Whilst his wife was giving birth, have you seen this? <laughs> yes, it's hilarious. There's a pic. He's got a screen grab of his wife just in the background in the bed, just pushing, and him looking incredibly pleased with this pidgey just sitting there, like next to the bed. That's so weird. Yeah, it's, it sounds really fun to me. I really like the idea of it. Have you heard of it, Tom? You're looking very skeptical. No, I have. I've heard of it. I've seen. There's a lot of people on my Facebook. Oh, uh, really? Um, yeah. I like the premise because it gets you walking around your neighbourhood or other neighbourhoods and stuff, or like um, <laughs> famous t- towns or cities or whatever. Because you go to landmarks. Because mm. you have like a Google Maps esque sort of view where so there's like a Pokemon near you, yeah. and then you will walk to that site, and there's like yeah specific sort of touristy landmarks <laughs> that you will go to, and then you can. In my neighbourhood, you'd be 
you'd be hard pushed to find somewhere that wasn't sort of populated by a gang of um, <laughs> horrendous teenagers sort of spitting on what you do with it. Would you move your off? <laughs> I need to capture that retata. Yeah, here it is. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> lads. I saw, I saw a great, great meme which was just this girl's bum. <laughs> and, and just um, and it just it just says and there's Charm Charmeleon on top of it and it says when you're gonna smash you need to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but apparently he's been driving people into churches. I've heard this, yeah, that some of the landmarks are churches. Yeah, yeah. those people. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. Just oh, I, 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 the whole thing's brilliant, and it, I'm guessing it comes from the idea of like the whole geocaching thing, which is quite yeah. popular. The um, the downsides are apparently that it completely destroys your battery life. Yes, so like, okay. within like 40 minutes, you'll go from full to nothing, and the uh, the fact that the service can't cope with demand at the moment. The other upside is that Nintendo shares have apparently gone through the roof. Well, I was about to say, 9% yeah. up in one day. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But, which is brilliant, though. Excellent news for them. Although it might not be great news for your hardcore console. No, it's a bad new, It's a bad sign in a way because it means that they're going to go, holy crap, there's a lot of money in this smartphone stuff. Mm. And then uh, that's a bit iffy for me. I don't really want them to move in that direction. But um, it's looking probably likely that they will. Um, funny enough, actually, there's been a, a new patent was filed, uh, which people are obviously expect by Nintendo. Obviously, good news for Nintendo. Good users. news for Nintendo. Uh, not with you, know, owners, NX enthusiasts, I guess. Um, and it's a patent for a handheld device, which people are, you know, people have been theorising for a long time now that the NX is going to be a hybrid between a handheld and a home console, and um, this kind of seems to back up this that um, idea a little bit more. Basically, this handheld device, it's made up of two parts. It's got like a, almost like a, um, a GBA or the Wii U gamepad or something. Imagine like that, but uh, with the, the screen in the middle, right? But the, the middle screen actually comes out. So you actually take that bit with you, not the whole controller. So the bit you take out kind of looks like a smartphone, I guess. And it's got touchscreen capabilities, so you, I guess you will play smartphone-type games on it, and it'll have um, you know, like a digital D-pad and a buttons and stuff to be able to play while you're on the go. It's also got some neat little ideas in it where it was saying it's got um, sort of like a 3D sound thing where it's got several speakers all the way around it, and they combine with like a rumble feature. So um, noises and um, things like that can actually move across your hands, so you will actually feel, you know, kind of how like surround sound works, where you hear like sounds travel across. You'll get the same effect with rumble. So it's basically like a rumble 2.0 um, to give you like kind of feedback that moves around on the screen. Like the sound mm. of that? Clever. Yeah, I love the idea of that. Um, I think that sounds really neat. Um, and then, yeah, as I say, this thing clips in. So presumably when you're sitting at home and you've got it connected to your NX, you clip the thing back in and you can play the game with a normal controller. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Exactly, yes. It's quite interesting. It sounds really good. Right. Um, Evolve. The game came out a couple of years ago. Uh, 50 quid. A massive amount of hype around it. was teased for a year and a half. There's about 20 bases for it. Um, yeah, it's now going free to play. Oh. So, is that because no one's playing? And that's why <laughs> the membership has, uh, the player list has spiked by 160,000 mm-hmm. people, or is it, or 16,000 people? Something on those lines, yeah. I'm glad I bought it when it came out and never, ever played it. So, yeah. It's getting very competitive, that market, isn't it? The multiplayer. Mm. Um, 
online sort of things. Um, well, Overwatch has come in and just destroyed an awful lot of its competitors to the extent that a game like Battleboard, which isn't actually that similar to Overwatch, yeah, uh, is I say already twenty pounds. We're selling it for twenty pounds at work. Because, really? Yeah. That's the problem when you're going up against two or two similar-ish sort of games like that. They, yeah. There's always going to be one loser, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And generally, Blizzard are going to be the winners in those situations. Yeah, exactly. They don't usually put foot wrong, do they? So no, they're pretty good at like that. No, they're doing pretty good. They're doing all right, aren't they? They're doing okay. Yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, fair play. Li- well done. Glad that they're looking after the little guy there. Yeah, good, yeah. well done. Right, are we ready to start? Um, quick fire. Quick fire. Yeah, because we've gone fire. over an hour now. Let's go news. 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 All right, well, I've got a quick one. There's a Nintendo hinted at a Kirby Cafe opening in Japan. All that there is at the moment is a little placeholder website that basically says um, coming soon, and it's um, yeah. I really wish I was going back to Japan. Are you a Kirby fan then? I love Kirby, yeah. Awesome. Warriors TV series, the film from the early 80s or late 70s, whatever. Uh, So yeah, announced a Warriors TV series uh, helmed by the Russo brothers who have done such shows as Arrested Development, Community, uh, and more recently Captain America, Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. Mm. So that could be quite good. They're the right people to do something decent with the Warriors, which I think is a really underrated film. So. Yeah. Oh, the Warriors. I just realised what you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, that, um, the 70s film. Yeah, I don't know whether a TV series captures the the desperation that the film does, though. I don't know, I've never seen it. I'm embarrassed to say. Wow. There was a game of it as well, wasn't it? Yeah. On PS2. Yeah. Um, that was probably quite good, I don't know. It's meant to be quite good, yes. Yeah. The Warriors TV series looks quite good. Oh, cool. That sounds good. Cool. Any more? Tom, anything? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, this is just bragging rights now. Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, was apparently won Best of Show for E3 uh, by the Great Game Critic Awards. Mm. It won uh, Best of Show, uh, Best Console Game, and Best Action Adventure Game. Does look quite good. Mm. Does look quite good. I, I, that's about as much as I can say about it. I'll never own it, but it looks quite good. I'm very excited yes yeah I think it was uh, you can see why they were excited about it it's probably a good thing that they're taking their time making sure it's 100% fully eventually yes yeah, they've obviously the they're going in such a different direction than they've had to kind of mm. they want to get it right that's the thing with Nintendo it's like trying to get the, the quality tip top they don't yeah. want to, especially with the game with the Legend of Zelda game it has to be the best game of the time I think they always have to make it a masterpiece yes, that's, that's yeah. what they want they want it to release and just be getting you know absolute rave reviews and everyone to be like ridiculously excited about it as it was with Skyward Sword as it was with Twilight Princess and you know every main sort of Zelda game that's been out <coughs> next oh, next <laughs> uh, comic sales are through the roof there's no exact figures but <laughs> what <laughs> okay <laughs> I just love that Comic sales are through the roof with no evidence of this no, no, at no, all. No, 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 no. Um, just good the... news, for comic owners. <laughs> <laughs> well, comic sales were down in May, but in June we've had Rebirth and we've had Civil War, which is the two big events. Well, one's an event, one's a Rebirth. So Civil War for Mar- Civil War Two for Marvel, and Rebirth for DC. And just every comic shop I go in is just empty shelves with people just going in and just buying th- third, fourth, fifth prints of. Both of them, and they're doing very well. Civil War won the war, I suppose, last month, uh, ahead of the likes of Batman Rebirth and that kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just good to see that people are actually buying comics, which I'm 
which after that. Hmm. Cool. Have any more? One more, which I'm a bit sceptical about. I'm not, I don't really want to call it news. Okay. But, uh, not like a, news! A Kotaku. I'm going to blame Kotaku for this article if it's completely wrong. You sound like Hulk Hogan. What? It's a long story about Gorka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First time I've ever been told that. Um, Brother. Apparently, um, Martin Shkreli, who is the Oh, guy no, I have heard about this. Yes. <laughs> the guy who um, bought the pharmaceutical company and overnight raised the price of some life-saving drug by 700% or something ridiculous. Yeah. Do you remember that guy? He's yeah. got a face you would just never tire of hitting. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and he's been in all sorts of... Um, scams and scrapes that he's got into various bits of trouble for um, and on Reddit <coughs> uh, apparently someone with the username Martin Screlly um, posted uh, asking on a Magic the Gathering forum what the rarest cards are he said, <laughs> I, he said I'm looking to acquire some rare cards I am a collector of wine, art and other goods can someone give me some resources on collecting rare cards specifically I've been told Black Lotus cards are very valuable <laughs> Also, has anyone any insights into Hasbro's intention of the company? Thanks, Martin. <laughs> so, you know, uh, the, the Kotaku article is treating this as like, yeah, this is Martin Screlly getting in on Magic the Gathering and trying to like gather up all the rare cards, presumably to then sell them on for huge profits. I don't know. But I don't really see what evidence there are. Is that it is <laughs> Martin Screlly other than the fact that his username is Martin Screlly? And it, it, it could just be a hilarious prank. Exactly. And it would be quite funny. I know. <laughs> I like it. Weird. But yeah, they've sort of taken it at face value, so who knows? Uh, yeah. s- sticking with it, I've got a few more. Yeah. Sticking, yeah. sticking with the theme of comics, um, Scott Snyder has teased some pages from his new All-Star Batman. Oh, it looks mm-hmm. fucking great. Okay. It looks beautiful. It looks fantastic. Um, and the artists, um, Jordan Belair and Declan Shalvey. I think I got their names right. I'm terrible with this. Um, just done. Looks like they portrayed Batman beautifully. It looks fantastic. Can't wait to see that. Much better than um, Zack Snyder did, anyway. Um, heartbreaking images I saw this week. Um, well, they're not that heartbreaking compared to what's going on in the world at the moment. But uh, Deadpool and X Men Infinity figures, mm. and they were they showed pictures of what they'd look like. And there was one for my favourite superhero, Gambit, and it looked fucking brilliant. And we'll ne- they'll never see the light of day now because Disney Infinity went under. Oh, so sad about that. Bad. Sad about that. Uh, and Danny McBride's been talking about Alien Covenant. Ah, I, I didn't yes. know Danny McBride was I in know, it. So it no. <laughs> I saw him flashing up all over the websites. So yeah, he's been talking about what it's like being on the set of Alien Covenant. He's talking about his role. I'm the spy- pilot of the spaceship Covenant which is a colonisation ship searching for a planet where we might start life anew. I run the ship, he says. And he says, he's talking about how it's very practical, how when you're running away from an alien, it really is a dude in an alien suit coming after you. Cool. It just doesn't seem like the right guy for that film, does he? Like, he's really good at comedy, and I think he's amazing comedy. Eastbound and Down is a fantastic TV series, but... What's what's his name, sorry? Danny McBride. Okay, I don't know who he is. I'm going to Google it. He was read in Pineapple Express. Nope, not seen it. Uh, Tropic Thunder. No, I've seen Tropic Thunder. He's the demolitions expert. Uh, yeah, I replaced his face. Yeah. Oh, isn't he in... Um, does he just look like the guy from Walking Dead? Or is he the guy? He just looks like the guy from... I don't know who you're talking about, but it's not him. No. He looks like the redneck guy, isn't that? 
Yeah, he's so I don't. I, it seems like a weird choice where he didn't The redneck guy in Walking Dead. I just realised I just said. Yeah, that can narrow it down. <laughs> and there's also a new picture of an alien hand as well, which I'm sure you've all seen. Mm. Yeah, saw that. Mm. Oh, I haven't. Sweet practical yeah. special effects. Yeah, love it. So yeah, um, make of that what you will. But we now know that. Um, oh, and one last thing as well. Um, apparently, there's going to be an alien panel at San Diego Comic Con, featuring yeah. Sigourney Weaver, James Cameron. Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen. Michael Bean? It doesn't say Michael Bean. Oh, but he was Hicks. One last thing as well I found out. Sorry. Um, that Sawani Weaver said that was Alien... Which one's... It's Covenant, the other one, isn't it? The, the other one that's going to come after Revenant. <laughs> Covenant's this one. What's the other one? The Neil Com- Blomkamp one. Uh, Alien 5, isn't it? Yeah, whatever it's called, yeah. yeah. Uh, it plans to continue the story in a new way, away from Alien 3 and Resurrection. So it's going to move away from those two. And imagine that those two never happen by the sounds of things. Hmm. Interesting. But if that was the case, then... It's as if the path forks and one direction goes off to 3 and 4 and another direction goes off to Neil's movie. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it, Dan. Indeed. And that's about all I've got. I think we're done for news now. Cool. So, thanks for listening to part one. Uh, we're back with part two, which is, weirdly enough, the final finale for the Riddling Reaper. Oh, yeah, indeed. Exciting times. I know. It's very exciting. Um, a journalist, I think, will be coming along as well then. Yeah. Sean, yeah. is journalist coming? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's down. Yeah, he's he's already told you, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He awesome. Get on really yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and your people as well. Anyway, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going. So, um, thanks for listening. We'll be back with part two in a couple of days' time. Thank you very much. Bye.